Good morning, church. Duke has asked me to reflect on the intersection of being both a black woman and a Christian this morning. Um, so thank you for allowing me to share with you all. I am a black woman that prays to a God that the world depicts as a white man. I know no tension greater than this. Those who are close to me know that this tension is one that I grapple with every day. It is one that has caused me doubt, frustration, and pain. And so when Duke emailed me late last week asking me to reflect on this very topic, I looked up from my computer and I said, God, you are really funny. <laughs> it is hard to worship a gendered and racialized God. It is painful to call God my father, to refer to God as him and he, to find shelter and refuge in a God that shares a gender label with those who have oppressed me, assaulted me, catcalled me in the street, and told me that my existence was for their pleasure. It is difficult to practice a religion that people say was forced upon me by the slave masters of my ancestors. It is challenging to follow a text that has been used to justify the oppression of the identities I hold most dear. I've sat in pews where pastors have joked and snickered about the length of rape victims' skirts and disdainfully talked about the role of women. And prior to coming to Grace, I've avoided racially and ethnically integrated houses of worship in fear that I'd have to confront the inextricable link between racism and Western Christianity. The intersection of being black woman and Christian is a difficult one. It can be lonely, isolating, and confusing. It is easier to remain silent, worship like you're supposed to, use the fear of blasphemy as a crutch to avoid asking questions, and silence any doubt, anger, or fear. I have done all of these things. I found comfort in tradition and ritual, avoided any conflict that could arise from exploring what it really means for me, a black woman, to be a Christian. I've recited hollow prayers and stuck to the chapters and verses in the Bible that felt most safe. But the truth is, when doing this, I did not know God, and I did not know myself. Eventually, about a year or two ago, the empty rituals that I had clung to so long for meaning began to fragment. God was pushing me into a new season. This has been the most transformative and challenging season of my life, and at its center, it has meant questioning God and exploring my identity as a black Christian woman. Knowing God and self takes a lifetime, but already I have seen God begin to dismantle the societal messages that I've been carrying as truths about who the Christian God is. God is not a white man. God is not confined by gender or race, not poisoned by racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, or classism. God is not impressed by superficial diversity, but excited by the love and relationships that grow from the celebration of differences. I do not practice the Christianity envenomed in white supremacy and patriarchy. 
I practice the Christianity of survivors, of stolen peoples who found love and joy and life in God in the midst of systematic brutalization and torture, of my Haitian and Trinidadian immigrant parents whose faith guided them to a new land full of possibility, of black people east of the river who have been abandoned and forgotten, of women whose reproductive rights are constrained but still graciously birth life into this world. In this season, God has shown me that he is limitless and far-reaching. Language and human understanding are inadequate. My God is unfathomable. He hears mealtime prayers. He hears mealtime prayers and rules over an ever-expanding universe. I see him when I stare perplexed at the glory of the supermoon, when I step into the bustling family kitchen where I find my aunt singing, this is the day that the Lord has made, when I see protesters on weekends demanding justice for communities outside of their own. This season of self-discovery and knowing God will last me a lifetime. But today I am comfortable in my blackness and womanhood when I reflect on God's vastness. I am strengthened when I think about Jesus, an impoverished refugee, and how he sacrificed for me, a black woman. I am empowered when God reminds me in Genesis 1:17 that I am made in his image. I am hopeful when I see him uniting neighbors and communities across differences in what feel like very dark times. I am a black woman, born with a combination of identities that the world could not speak less of. But the messages of the world are unavailing next to the message of my God. I will not live in fear of racism or what this world will be if I one day raise a black daughter of my own. My faith is in the love, joy, and resilience that God has given me. To be a black Christian woman with God living inside of her? Well, according to Psalm 139, verse 14, that is to be fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you.